Now recording. Ah, loud noises. Oh. Somebody put Craig in here to record. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how to use Craig, so I completely forgot to put him in here. And yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph-hunting titan night demon, the pink-panted pansy, Hiroti, and your hunter-master-ager, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! What up, everybody? Unless something has changed, Respawn is flying solo this week, which means you guys are going to have the best show ever. Unless, of course, he edits out 90% of the things that I say, uh, which is entirely possible. Um, let me go ahead and join the podcast private channel just in case somebody decides to show up. We may have war today. We may not. I don't entirely know, but we're going to see if we do. Um, as of right now, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, move on to next week at Bungie, which I don't have, but I can get because I've been on this week. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. <laughs> No dolphins, no ducks, no quacking, no squeaking. <laughs> yep. One of our guys is lame, and the other one is lame for a different reason. <laughs> Could I have gone out and found somebody to help me with the show? Probably. But I think this is more fun. <laughs> so we're going to get to this week of Bungie. Uh, apparently this week at Bungie, we talk about Rook finding his chill and new way to enjoy raids, dungeons, and something just happened. Okay, cool. I just made up that song. I think I made up that song. But it's been in my head all morning since I woke up. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, Bungo, what's going on? Dun, 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 dun. Hurry up, give me the screen. Right now. What about now? What about now? Squirrel! You know, I understand Bungie's a large game. I totally get that. And I understand that there's a ton of assets that's got to load. I also understand that. Even though I understand both of these things, I still can't understand how Bungie is stored on an SSD. I'm running it. Hello, Night Demon here, just to give you some information for next week. So this is starting from Tuesday, the 19th of April, 2022, and we have next week in Destiny. You can stop the Vex incursion in the Glassway Nightfall. You're going to earn bonus Nightfall rewards all week long. And Showdown comes to the Crucible. Now, Parody's on holiday this week, so I will tell you 
What is Showdown? Showdown is a crucible mode in which two teams of four vie for dominance by seeing which team can score the most kills in the timed round. There are also five rounds in total. If one team wins three rounds, they would win the whole match. Next up, we have challenges. And Parody forgot to do last week's challenges, or this week that we're currently in week eight. So I'll quickly go over those if you are interested, if you haven't been logging into Destiny. We have Crushed Spirits. So it's prevent Lucent High from resurrecting by crushing their ghosts, and you've got to do 100 of those. That will give you Challenge XP+. Plus. Vow the Disciple Challenge. Complete a Vow of the Disciple Raid Challenge in Savathun's Throne World and acquire a Raid Weapon Recipe. So you've got to do one of each, and that will give you Challenge XP+. Plus. Pinnacle. Reach the Pinnacle Power of 1560 by earning Pinnacle Rewards. So you do have to literally get one character to 1560, and that will give you Challenge XP++++ plus 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 and Bright Dust. But again, you can do this all the way up until the last bit of the season. Seasonal Calibration. Calibrate Glaives, Hand Cannons and Rocket Launchers. And bonus Progress will be awarded for Glaives used at Defeating Guardians. And that's 180 of those. And that's Challenge XP++ plus plus and some Bright Dust. We have the Serpentine Skin. Acquire the Serpentine Skin Ornament for the Reckless Endangerment Shotgun. So that's your ritual weapon for, or the seasonal weapon for this season that you have to obtain first by playing one of the playlists like Vanguard Strikes, Gambit or Crucible. And you'll get the Reckless Endangerment. Then you then have to play through again on all of them. So you have to have reset your rank on all three game modes. You'll probably acquire it three times, but then you have to reset your rank and then go back through. And I believe it's on around rank 15 or 16 that you can get the ornaments for each playlist. So that's this week that we're currently in. So week nine, which is next week, as I said, the 19th of April, you have the Propaganda Mastery. Complete the Vox Obscura exotic quest on Master Difficulty and earn the Masterwork Catalyst. So just have to do that if you've already done it. Well done for you. Yeah, that'll probably be retroactive. That's Challenge XP++. Undying Legend. Complete a Psyops Battleground on Legend difficulty without dying. So, again, just one of those. Challenge XP+. Armory-wide calibration. Calibrate kinetic, energy, and power weapons. Bonus progress will be against champions. And it's 200 for each. And that will give you Challenge XP++++ and some Bright Dust. Void Gambit, defeat targets with void abilities, bonus progress granted for defeating guardians, and it's 200 void effect kills for that. That will give you challenge XP++ and some bright dust. Trial by Firing Squad, win multiple rounds in the Trials of Osiris playlist. It's just 20 wins, so that's, a, I believe that's just the round, so you could do it any of the weeks that they're doing Trials Labs. You know, give it a go and and see where you get. That will give you Challenge XP++. will also give you Bright Dust and one of the Trials of Osiris weapons. Normally it's one of the hot favourites. I'm going to say it's probably going to be the Summoner Auto Rifle. It could be the new Scout Rifle that they have. But that's what I'm going with. And the last one for next week is Void Vanguard. Defeat combatants with Void Effects in Vanguard playlists. And that's 300. That will give you Challenge XP++ and some Bright Dust. And speaking of Bright Dust and Silver, 
we have our Eververse for next week, kicking off on the 19th of April, 2022. So your silver weekly offerings will be the Wiggleworm Exotic Emote for 1,000 silver, the Out of Dodge, which is the Exotic Sparrow, that will be for 800 silver, the Endless Appetite, which is your weapon ornament for the Parasite Grenade Launcher, that will be 700 silver. Bright Cycle Shell, which is an exotic ghost shell, that will be for 600 silver. And apparently this is a silver only item this season. And then we have some bundles that you can buy, some Synthweave bundles for silver. Don't worry about that, just go down to Ada 1 in the basement of the tower and 10,000 Glimmer will buy you a bounty for whatever playlist you're in. So next week, as I said, it's going to be Nightfall, so you could use in Strikes. Pick up the strike one, sit in that all week, or if you're racing to your glory rank of 5,500, pick up the one for the crucible and do that. For bright dust next week, as I see each and every week, you do not need your concentrated matter gem, the glimmer shard, or the scavenger's boon. Those three items are possible to get via just playing the game. If you check your ghost out, there are mods that you can put on your ghost. So the concentrated matter gem, it gives you an upgrade module refined for matter gems, and that's just a possibility of getting that. But you do have a way of putting on a mod on your ghost and going into certain playlists like Gambit, Crucible and Strikes and earning uh, upgrade modules. The same for earning extra glimmer and the same for earning planetary materials. So don't worry about them ever. So what you could buy is the exotic emote Turn the Tables for 3,250 Bright Dust. We have the Knucklebug exotic ship that will be 2,000 Bright Dust. Intercept legendary transmat effect for 450 Bright Dust. And the Heart Shielded Shader, which is your legendary shader for 300 Bright Dust. Then we have some more, which are going to be on the final second to last page of the bright dust which will be the glimmering gunslinger for 3250 bright dust and that's your an exotic emote you have a rare emote which is four squad stance for 400 bright dust we have the belair shell which is your exotic ghost shell for 2850 bright dust the synchronotic advance exotic ship 2000 bright dust then we have three ornaments for the different classes so for the hunters we have the tekelek which is the starry to scales ornament for 1500 bright dust for the titans we have the trace of the throne which is your sight and rampart gauntlets exotic ornament for 1500 bright dust and then we have the warlocks homespun boots and that will be the boots of the assembler ornament for 1,500 bright dust. And then the last two, we have the sand and sun exotic weapon ornament for the traveler's chosen sidearm, 1,250 bright dust. And then the sterling arbor projection, legendary ghost projection for 1,500 bright dust. And then finally, we have next week's lost sector rotation for you. Hello. Hello. Monday the 18th will be the Vel's Labyrinth on the Cosmodrome, giving you exotic arms. Tuesday the 19th will be the Exodus Gardens 2A on the Cosmodrome, giving you exotic chests. 
Wednesday the 20th will be Aphelion's Rest on the Dreaming City, giving exotic helmets. Thursday the 21st will be the Bay of Drowning Wishes on the Dreaming City, giving exotic legs. Friday the 22nd will be Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City, giving exotic arms. Saturday the 23rd will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon, giving exotic chess pieces. Sunday the 24th will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon, giving exotic helmets. And then finally, back round to the following Monday, will be the 25th of April, will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon, giving exotic legs. And we will have guides from Legionless, Divide, Time Sausage Gaming and PB Shifty for all of those. Do make sure that you've completed the Lost Sector that is noted for that day, otherwise you won't see the flag outside. But once you have completed it, it will be shown on your map. You can then walk up to the flag. It will give you a choice of either selecting the Legend version or the Master version. Legend version is a bit easier with less champions and a lower chance at getting said exotic for that day however sometimes they do drop on the first one to three goes sometimes you will spend 20 goes on that legend it just depends what the game's feeling like that day uh, master versions obviously give you a, a higher chance because it's a lot harder to get through so you will need to be near 1580 i believe is the master and 1530 is the legend if you are searching for specific exotics that's a good chance to go and farm those, spend a day there and um, see if you can get something good out of it. So yeah, that's everything that's happening next week in Destiny. So I'll hand you back over to what is probably going to be the best show in the world? Question mark? So, Elvis Wigan Mungie. Uh, this week at Bungie, we talk about Rook finding his chill and a new way to enjoy raids and dungeons. It really is almost mid-April already. Huh? I don't know why this is yellow. Wow. Okay. That's a thing. As the weeks continue to feel like they fly by in a rush for summer, we're excited to show off even more changes coming to Destiny 2. While we continue working on what the future means for our favorite spacefaring heroes... In the next few weeks, we'll be diving through some weapon sandbox changes and other topics of interest. One of the changes that we already talked about, however, is a new rotator system for some of the more challenging activities in-game, particularly raids and dungeons. Uh, ready to kick off another weekly twabtastic celebration? Let's dive right into it then, shall we? First, we're going to start with dungeons and raids. Kind of like dungeons and dragons if you squint one eye and then close the other. Agreed. Before diving into what's next for the activities like raids and dungeons, we did not want to shout out that players can finally... I'm sorry, we did want to shout out that players can finally take Rulk's kicks into the face at an even higher ferocity because Master Vow of the Disciple is dropping next week. For the deets regarding the ramped up difficulty, Guardians should know that the power level is 1580 with a seasonal cap at plus 30. So, if your armor goes up to 1560 and you can get plus 30 on your seasonal cap, that'll put you at 1590 if my math serves. Should a boss melee one shot though? Uh, apparently, Destiny believes it should. Hell, even yellow bars one shot with their stop mechanics. So, whatever. Um, for those challenge hardy players, completing challenges at master difficulty will offer progress towards the raid seal. Each encounter completed 
also has the chance to drop an adept version of a given weapon for the raid. Dun, dun, dun! Love it. It's a neat way to up the ante a bit when taking on the more challenging aspects of Destiny 2. Master Vow of the Disciple drops next week on April 19th, so make sure to knock out any leveling needed and get that gear in tip-top shape because Master Difficulty is never something to take lightly. But wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, as players continue exploring the throne world and uncover the true nature of the Witness's influence, we heard your desire for seasons to return to previously released raid and dungeon content loud and clear. One way we're freshening up the raid and dungeon experience in Destiny 2 is by developing new, a new rotation of featured content that we think you'll like starting in Season 17. This is designed to make raid and dungeon content a bit more enticing over the course of the season, while also providing more ways to play when jumping into different activities with friends and clanmates. This, I approve. Uh, oh, look at that. Master Vow is coming up on T-Rex King's birthday. Everybody, help him complete that. Or nobody help him complete it. I'm not your dad. I can't tell you what to do. Essentially, we're breaking up our new rotator system into seasonal and weekly categories so that players can have a little additional freshness when taking on the weekly hunt for power. Let's start with our seasonal rotation since this implementation is short and sweet. They say that, but it's like five paragraphs long, dude. Okay, each season, the newly released raid and dungeon will grant pinnacle rewards for all encounters. Let me say that again. Each season, the newly released raid and dungeon will grant pinnacle rewards for all encounters. As an example, in Season 17, Vow of the Disciple and the upcoming Redacted Dungeon out... Uh, period. There's a period after dungeon. Sorry, I get excited sometimes. Outside of these, we'll have a raid rotator and a dungeon rotator, each offering a pinnacle reward once completed. For those wondering about the weekly rotation, this particular inclusion will have a chance to feature all raids and dungeons not listed as the seasonal rotation. Want to revisit the Vex and the Garden of Salvation? Do it! Want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Riven because you like to feel hungry for that wildly impressive and stressful as heck for players like me that are prone to panic? Final encounter? Weird. But, you know, you do you and brave that and light-driven self get that bread. Yeah. I was reading that. That wasn't me imprompting. <laughs> Rewards! What's different there? For the weekly rotation, completing the final encounter in any of the chosen raids or dungeon will award a pinnacle drop from a weekly challenge. Say that again. Rewards. What's different there? For the weekly rotation... Completing the final encounter in any of the chosen raids or dungeons will award a pinnacle drop from a weekly challenge. For any raid or dungeon that offers a higher difficulty, such as Master Vault of Glass, that higher difficulty will also be available to select should players be itching for an additional challenge. Oh wait, you said you liked farming? We got you there too with the new rotator system. All lockouts on encounter rewards for legendary gear are being removed. Which means all legendary drops in both raids 
and dungeons will be 100% farmable if you so choose. Throw on some lo-fi music, grab a cozy beverage, and farm to your heart's content. Or don't. The choice is yours. Which is the point. What's coming next? Patch notes preview. Dun, 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 dun. Patch notes preview. Uh, we're hitting that mid-season mark, which means it is the time to do a little housekeeping. We're tracking a neat little failsafe for players when carrying objects for the wellspring. Attack! Some fine-tuning to Rook and his ilk in the Vow of the Disciple raid and taking on a few more gambit changes to continue making the Drifter proud. We've got a small patch uh, preview to share. Uh, nothing major, tempering those expectations now, but here are just some of the tweaks coming down the pipeline for Destiny 2 that you can look forward to before they go live later this month on April 19th. I can already tell you there's one that I know about, and I'm already... Uh, it says legendary. You can farm all the legendary stuff. You can't farm the red exotics. You'll get one chance at a red exotic once you complete it, but you can't farm the exotics. You can only farm the legendaries. Okay, here we go. The Wellspring attack. Fix an issue that could cause teams to incorrectly wipe during a master Wellspring when an objective is completed with only a few seconds left on the timer. Added a failsafe so that the carryable objects in both the ritual and boss phases of a Wellspring won't spawn out of bounds. That is a good fix, Bungo. Altar of Reflection. Fix an issue where players could not complete the evidence board quest report. Altar Reflect. Due to the Altar of Reflection not showing up properly. <sighs> More like the Altar of Reappearance. Eh? Eh? Am I right? That's a bad joke because Bungie made it. Um, Vow of the Disciple Raid. Fixed an issue where Wolf would suddenly become shy and no longer transition back to his initial phase properly, effectively blocking progress. Fix an issue where the caretaker's dynamic health threshold UI would not consistently display for all players. Is he dead? I don't know! I can't tell! <laughs> Trans Osiris. Fixed an issue where players were not receiving the expected rewards on post flawless wins. Again, good fix. Uh, text chat. Virtual keyboard support is now available for console text chat. Let me say that again. Virtual. Because it already had physical. Virtual keyboard support is now available for console text chat. Improvements have been made to make text chat messages more legible. Added. <laughs> I want to see what this means. I want to see some of the illegible chat messages <laughs> anyway um added a system message text field that is italicized to display system text local chat now has an orange tint to it for differentiation no longer the white color clear chat color distinction for in-game colorblind settings i was literally just about to ask that okay Weapon crafting, this is important. Added a consumable item that allows viewing of element counts. So, let me get this right. We now have another consumable in this game. And the only point of this consumable is so that you can view how much of each of each element you have. 
What? <laughs> what? Why not just give us... Why does it have to be a consumable? Okay? If you don't want to add a whole nother UI to let us view element counts, right? Whatever. It's asinine, but whatever. Why would you give us a consumable to do this? Something that we have to either grind for or pay for so that we can just see how many of each element we have. <laughs> but, 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 do you have any actual people working for you that think for a living? Or do you just pull ideas out of a hat that some four-year-old writes up with crayon? I'm curious. Um, whatever. I'm just... Uh, okay. Um, this can be acquired through a relic conduit. It is not a limited item. You can discard and reacquire it at any time. But it's a consumable. Anyway, artifact. Players with all 25 artifact mods unlocked can still reset the artifact for no additional glimmer cost. Once all 25 artifact mods are unlocked, resets from that point are free. But if you've unlocked all the mods, why would you need to reset it? Uh, okay, sure. Anyway, there you go. If you want to reset it, it's free. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Abilities. Fixed an issue where Devour would sometimes grant less buff time if multiple targets were killed in quick succession. Added aim assist targeting to enemy Axion Bolt secondary projectiles to help players hit bolts that are chasing both themselves and fellow allies. Hold on. Added aim assist targeting to enemy Axion Bolt secondary projectiles to help players hit bolts that are chasing both themselves and fellow allies. Okay, so the aim assist is, helps the guardian shoot the bolt. Okay, I got, I got it. I think, I don't know. That, that's what I guess. Uh, the upcoming patch will also tackle notable stability issues and crash fixes. Zer's wonky stats for his wares and Raul's destination materials for sale will resume rotating at reset. These are just some of the tweaks players can expect when these and other patch note items go live on April 19th. There is a full list at Bungie. Go look at it if you're so inclined to do so or you hate yourself or, you know, whatever. It's that time of the week again for our handy dandy player support team to bestow upon us their mighty wisdom in the mightiest of mighty fashions. Or, at the very least, an easy to read breakdown of known issues and recent changes you should be aware of. Plus, they're just really cool, but I may be biased. Anyway, this is their report. Xbox PC Game Pass, as of April 11th, 2022, that was five days ago as of the time of this recording, Destiny 2 and its expansions, which include Forsaken, Shadowkeep, and Beyond Light, have left Xbox Game Pass for PC in the Microsoft Store. Players who were accessing the Destiny 2 DLCs through the Xbox Game Pass will need to purchase them to maintain access to the expansions. Too many messages! As of April 14th, 2022, changes to in-game text chat have been implemented. Effectively adjusting a recent change that caused players to run into a too many messages 
alert earlier than expected. This has been corrected to allow for more time to use in-game communication, which will help allow for a, I'm sorry, which will help allow, no, I didn't have a strike, which will help allow four fire team messages to run more efficiently. Especially during instances like Vow of the Disciple Raid where multiple callouts are necessary. Oh, uh, for those of you listening, T-Rex King has said they are all on sale right now as of April 16th, 2022. So if this recording comes out in any kind of, you know, quickness, then you might be lucky enough to still catch them on sale. Uh, the expansions for Destiny, I mean. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you can, snatch them up. Uh, update 4.0.1 next Tuesday April 19th again April 19th that is reset day Destiny 2 update 4.0.1 will be released uh, there's a bunch of times here I'm not going to do that because I'm not parody uh, below is a list of known issues that are scheduled to be resolved with update 4.0.1 the Synaptic Fanatic Triumph doesn't trigger on all characters there you go. Don't fix that. The Lucent Executioners in the Throne World are not rotating daily and have been stuck in the Fluorescent Canal blocking the Ascendant Bounty Hunter Triumph. The Combo Tracker and Wombo Tracker Ghost Mods do not track Throne World chests. Ooh. Would you look at that? Well, but apparently they're fixing that, so... Uh, the newness sheen on gear persists permanently. The seasonal curated shotgun, reckless endangerment, can't be reacquired from collections after you dismantle it. I have no idea what a wombo tracker is, dude. I don't know if they're just trying to be funny or not. Let's see if let's see if that's a thing. What is a wombo tracker? Uh, oh, maybe. Wombo Detector. Uh, okay, Wombo Detector. Okay, here we go. Basic Tracking Ghost Mod. Detects caches or resources within a 50 meter range. Requires 6 Ghost Energy. Maybe that's why we don't know about it. Because it requires 6 Ghost Energy. Holy biscuits. Um, Well, there we go. Lessons have been learned. Um... The Warlock Devour Timer isn't consistent when killing multiple enemies over killing a single enemy. Uh, we discussed that earlier. The Cleaver Emblem Grant. New topic, guys. Pay attention. Keep up. Uh, we are currently working to grant the Cleaver Emblem to players who completed the Vow of Disciple raid during the Contest Mode extension. Players who qualified for the emblem can expect to receive it during the week of April 19th. So it looks like the, the week of the reset, you guys might get your emblem. Da, 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 da. Missing emails. There's some lingering issues about players not getting emails, even when going through the troubleshooting steps we have listed here. The team is still looking into the issue and are effectively tackling the problem head on. Also, um, I'm one of these victims because... I went and purchased some stuff from the Bungie store and you know that really cool emblem that Bungie's giving away for people that spend money in the store? I have yet to get that code. 
and I made the purchase like way at the beginning of Witch Queen and they still haven't given me that code. I really like the emblem. I know it doesn't mean anything. You just get it because you bought something from Bungie, but I think it looks cool and I'm upset they ain't giving it to me yet. So Bungo. Um, known issues for full list of issues. There's a website. Go check it out. Um, and then we have a movie of the week. Okay, personal opinion. I'm not a fan of rap. I don't care if you boo me, whatever. I'm not a fan of rap. But guys like this, I'm assuming he's doing this on the fly and he hasn't rehearsed this. Guys like this that you see that can do something like this on the fly, they get mad respect because their brain is not only thinking fast enough to come up with these words but it's also words that rhyme words that make sense and continue on the thought process very very impressive oh he does do it live oh dude mad respect um artist of the week we got oh my god so this is my first complaint right here all right i cannot believe like, I, I honestly cannot believe that you voted for mechs over monsters. This is absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely asinine that you think this, first of all, the hunter's unbalanced, right? The only one that makes any sense is this guy somewhat resembles the very first Gundam, kind of, but it makes no sense for the warlocks and the hunters at all. And we already have a ton of armor in the game that looks like this. You could have already made yourself look like a Gundam with we've already got. And yet you voted for this over the monsters, which we don't have in our collections already. Why? Just. Get over your weebness and and go for the armor that looks better not the armor that oh i'm a weeb yeah i'm gonna be a gundam yay i watch anime probably more than the average person and even i would not vote for this armor because it looks trash all right weebiness aside the armor itself is trash and i can't believe 52 percent of you that voted voted for this to win i don't know if you have eyeballs I don't know if you did like like uh, parody and you didn't know that clicking the picture would count as your vote. I don't know. But the fact that this one, 52% of the votes is mind boggling. And honestly, I'm inclined to believe that it actually didn't get 52% of the votes. I'm inclined to believe that Bungie already made this armor and skewed the numbers so that this armor wins over monsters. Because I can't honestly believe that people with eyeballs and functioning brains would vote this over the monsters. And don't get me wrong. I know the monsters we had to choose from this year weren't as good as the ones from last year. I acknowledge this. 
But that being the case, they still look better than these Gundam armors. Bungie, stop making people choose. Release them both. You know? No matter, no matter, whenever you do these votes, you always pit the community against each other in one way, shape, or form, which is stupid. You're always talking about how you're trying to bring the community together, and yet you do things like this that divide the community. I'm still saltyish from last year. I'm doubly salty from this year, right? And you do this to pit people against each other for no reason. For a company that keeps talking about how you're trying to build communities and, and bring everybody together, this is divisive. You like Gundams and you like monsters instead of making people choose between the two, make them both. Let people's wallets decide what's better. You know what I'm saying? And, and at, the, at the very least, right? Because I've bought every single piece of Hunter armor in existence. I don't think there's a single armor set I haven't bought for a Hunter, right? This is going to be the first set I will not buy for the Hunter. I think it's ridiculous looking. I don't like it. In any way, shape, or form. And that's because of you, Bungie. You had the chance to get somebody like mine, somebody like me, that actually pays into your company to support your company. I am not supporting this armor set. Because A, it's ugly. And B, if you were smart, you'd release both because you'll be getting money either way. The people that want the monster are going to buy the monster. The people that want the mech are going to buy the mech. Let people's wallets decide, not... A very bad email that instead of clicking a link and posting a vote the picture that you click cast the vote without mentioning that anywhere in the email as far as I'm aware right so I mean I could check but I don't want to bring up my email on stream um but anyway yeah this was asinine it doesn't look good I don't think they actually won I think Bungie had a hand in it because there's no way people with eyeballs and brains would vote for this on purpose Ugh. Anyway, um, Kane Long Long Longness says, "I'm nothing if not fair, and may have a soft spot for Godzilla." Thank you. Uh, at Team Monster, here's your poster. I'm. You know what? I'm keeping this. I am downloading this, and I'm keeping this as lessons learned. This is gonna go on my phone. Look, bam. Save image as pictures. Bam. Uh, no, we're gonna do Godzilla Hunter, right here. Bam. Right there. That's it's it's this is beautiful. We could have been Godzilla twice. I'm 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 actually I'm infuriated by this. If you couldn't tell. Um <clears throat> Layla uh has a picture right here. It looks like Rulk uh uh reaching out and touching the witness. Uh this is a play on a on a famous painting by uh, I think it was Michelangelo on the sixteenth chapel. Cistern Chapel. People out there are going to laugh at me because it's one of the most famous paintings ever because my memory sucks. Uh, but yeah, pretty good. I like it. The results are in. Oh. One last thing before we let y'all go. We got monsters. We got mechs. But who was the ultimate winner? Uh, recently, we shared a poll that players could partake in deciding what sort of armor ornament would be at the ready when Festival of the Lost rolls around later this year. Also, how is this even to do with anything of the Lost? Right? Monsters make more sense than Gundams. How do Gundams translate to Festival of the Lost? At a minimum, can somebody explain this to me? Just, anybody, chat, bungo, random people on the street, I don't care. Can anybody explain how Gundams tie into the Festival of the Lost? 
monsters make 89,000% more sense than mechs. Just, anyway. Stupid. Monsters were up for grabs for the second year in a row, but it looks like the mech design was truly captured. I'm sorry. The mech design was what truly captured Guardian hearts around the globe. Let's break it down. Team Mech won by a hair, taking 52% of the votes, lies. But we don't count out Team Monster because they came in like a wrecking ball at 48% of the votes. Look, we could have been Godzilla twice. I know it's not as good as last year, but look at the cloak. You've... As we rapidly approach, I can't, I'm so disheartened right now, guys. I don't, just, shoot me. As we rapidly approach the next party, I'm sorry, the next part, I can't even read. As we rapidly approach the next part of the story, as Season of the Risen continues, we're excited to reveal what's next for our Guardians and their corresponding shenanigans. Keep it tuned in here to our weekly TWAB for more info on what's coming down the pipeline including more weapon changes, a new gambit labs, and more. Until next time, stay kind, drink lots of water. Stupid. All right. Um, I watched a few videos this week. Uh, let me go back and find them. Um, because there was at least one I wanted to discuss with you guys. As far as tips, tricks, builds, guides, pizza sauces, new inventions. And uh, things like that. History. There we Squirrel. Go. Oh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of you guys' submissions for the uh, for the epic fail contest are in here too because I've been watching those on YouTube as well. Um, some of these are just absolutely hilarious. And I can't help but notice there is an overwhelming number of fails when it comes to the Nova Bomb. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> no. Um, you may or may not have seen an edited version. Of a video where I'm playing a warlock uh, in a strike, and um, and and I I I allegedly fired a uh, a nova bomb, and it appeared that there was a cable hanging from the ceiling, just like a regular fiber cable, not really an obstruction people would view as an obstruction, but supposedly. That cable may have detonated the Nova Bomb in my face if I was actually playing a Warlock and the video wasn't edited. So, Nova Bombs are very deadly to the user, it seems, as well as the use -y. Um, Goodness gracious. <clears throat> oh, this is what I want to talk to you about. Right here. Okay. So, right now, uh, Fallout Plays has this video called The One Hit Body Slug Shoddy. Right? This is one that you can farm from any uh, playlist activity, any Vanguard activity, right? So, you can get this from Strikes, you can get it from Nightfalls, you can get it from all kinds of uh, Vanguard activities. He, he gives you the specifics in the video, but basically, this shotgun. All you really need on it is Adagio. And, well, Chap is only superior because of its range, T-Rex, okay? But this guy is superior because it can one-shot 
body shot. The chaperone cannot in any circumstance one-shot body shot T-Rex. So your statement is only half correct. So this right here, when you put a Daggio on it, after you get your first kill, it does require a kill, but after you get your first kill, subsequent kills will one-shot body shot kill from full health if they have eight resilience or less. So the only way you survive this one-shot body shot is if you have nine or ten resilience. Because other than that, this thing's going to get you. And it comes with a bunch of rolls. Uh, what you want to get is you want to get uh, things that focus on range, right? And if you can get one that's got a Daggio, you can get one that's got, I think it had opening shot. Let me mute this guy and move ahead because I don't want to I don't want to get copyright striked or whatever. I want to give you guys an overview. Absolutely go back and watch the video. He goes way more in depth than I'm about to. But uh, you can get this bad boy with a Daggio and subsistence. That is huge right that is huge in both pve and pvp so if this bad boy can one shot body shot in pvp and you load an extra round you can just keep going on a freaking rampage right you get this bad boy with accurized rounds and either small bore or there was another one he suggested i can't remember you got range on it and if you can get a range masterwork you get even more range so you have a range Slug shotgun that granted doesn't go as far as the chaperone does, but it can one shot body shot as well as reload its own ammo as you go. If you get this roll and you get that first kill, you're going to be an absolute monster in PvP. So heavily recommend this, even though I don't want to come up against this. I know me showing you this is gonna mean more of you are going to be killing me with it, <laughs> which is going to upset me. But I had to show you guys this because this is amazing to be able to one shot with a slug not a spread a slug in pvp is outstanding without having to go for a headshot right this is a one shot body shot slug shotgun that can potentially reload itself and gives you a lot of range that is crazy even if the chaperone is superior in range this is still a monster to be aware of so yeah, go out there, farm it if you want to. I'm not your dad. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I didn't really have any other videos that I was really, really excited about except this one. Uh, so, and I also didn't get a list of tips, tricks, guides, builds, this, that, and the other thing from Night Demon either. But what I did find out is that hunters, once again, are getting nerfed, right? Uh, our brand new gauntlets, uh, the ones from this season, which... Um, improve our ice field grenade our dusk field grenade are getting nerfed right so we are not getting as much tankiness as we were right uh so i'm a little upset about that and i'll tell you why people are like oh hunters are too tanky well you say that but yet there are titans that can pop a barrier shield right pop your pop your full shield shoot through that shield so you have the shield protecting you you know abstractly making you tankier right and then on top of that when you pop that shield with a void subclass now you're getting an overshield on top of that shield that you can shoot through right and your shield recharges 
before the one you have up is even gone. So you can potentially maintain that tankiness indefinitely. So, Bungie thinks that's okay, but Hunter's being tanky in a, in a dust-filled grenade, less okay. Any opinions on that? Because that actually quite upset me, you know? But whatever. I mean, you don't want to make a tanky hunter? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. We're really looking forward to playing with that, you know? And yes, I'm looking to do that. Also, Titans still suck. Yep. Uh, I've been playing a Titan all season. And I can tell you, my opinion of them has not changed. They still suck. And the only saving grace is that build that I told you guys about with Tommy's Matchbook. That is the only thing that even somewhat resembles a Titan. And even then, it's only moderately fun. Um, but it's funner and better than the other Titan builds I have come across. So, Titans, I understand you have a strict diet of Crayola. Um, I am a Marine in real life, so I understand uh, what a diet of Crayola can do to a man's cognitive abilities. Um, I implore you, put down the box of Crayola and, and just play a Hunter. Hunters are way more fun, you know? They require a higher skill level. They're more fun to play as. You can hip-hop, bebop around the map instead of just floating there in the sky for 10 minutes like a target. I mean, they're, they're just, they're, they're better in every aspect, which is why Bungie feels the need to nerf us constantly, right? Because um, hunters, much like Marines, have learned to do more with less, right? So, um, Night Demon is probably going to cut all this out for you podcast listeners, which is kind of a shame and a little racist, if you ask me. Uh, but at least you guys that are here with me and that view the live version will, will will understand the pain that is playing a Titan, right? It is it is incomprehensibly boring. It is not fun. Uh, you die all the time. Um, in Pv in PVE in PvP, it's a different story. Uh, because you just have so much tankiness at your disposal, you can just have overshields forever. You can give your team overshields forever. You can give your team overshields forever while providing them a shield that they can shoot through. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely absurd. But yet, Bungie felt the need to nerf our exotic, our little freaking yawlets. Um, and anyway, with that, I don't think I really have anything else to say. I've been disheartened both by the Hunter nerf and by the mechs winning. Um, I don't quite know where to go from here. And uh, I think that's probably going to be it for the podcast version of the show. Night Demon will most likely add lore after the fact. Or he'll add additional things that I didn't say after the fact. Which is fine. Because right now the podcast is only going to be about an hour long, give or take. Which is half to a third of what we normally do. So look forward to that. Um, those of you that are here listening to it live, thanks for hanging out. Um, it's probably going to be longer whenever he puts out the podcast version because he's going to add a bunch of content that I didn't do by myself because I don't have lore. I don't read all of the, the patch notes, previews, and this and that and the other. Uh, so, so absolutely listen to the podcast. If nothing else, then to A, see the differences, and B, see if he's cut off my um, public service announcement at the end of the, the show. 
right? Which he probably will because he's a Titan and he can't stand anti-Titan messages. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all I really have. Uh, I, again, I didn't really have a whole bunch of videos for you guys to watch. Uh, there's a few videos out there right now that are going over how easy these grandmasters are. If you want to check those out, I don't have any at my disposal. They will be in the links when the show comes out because I guarantee Night Demon has them. So, uh, again, check out the podcast for additional, um, additional information that I didn't have here for you guys today and to see what else he's added and also check out the links he's given you guys for builds and for, um, uh, strategies for tackling, uh, these new grandmasters and this and that and the other. So I do appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, super duper appreciate, appreciate you guys. And, um, still can't believe you voted for max over dinos that's just i can't it's i mean look look at this right here do you not see, do you not see this that that was i understand the rage i understand how upset he is but another 10 minutes of mech bashing i don't think anybody wanted to hear anyway i'm here just to remind people of our competition that respawn completely glossed over thanks to hawk slayer you've got till the end of the month to submit an epic fail video and you can do that on any one of our socials which i'll go over at the end of the show so all we want is a video clip of you or somebody else in an epic fail uh, send that to us and you could be in with a chance of winning a $35 gift card or the equivalent in your country and a golf frisbee with our logo on it. I'm not entirely 100% sure what the golf frisbee thing is. Um, definitely something American. So yeah, as Respawn said, I do have some grandmaster nightfall guides in our show notes i've also linked the fallout plays video on the shotgun that respawn was talking about go check out our show notes for any grandmaster guides that you need that are coming up and good luck with those so again i'd just like to apologize that i wasn't there this week um, i haven't been very well the last couple of weeks hopefully i should be back next week and parody should also be back with us as well so thank you for joining us. Your Titans are Parody, Night Demon, and no one respawns in real life. Your law scribe is not off, who's also on holiday this week. So if you wanted to enter the competition, you can email us at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com and that's all spelled out. Twitter at the number two titans underscore hunter. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at two titans and a hunter. You can find all your favourite guardians dancing all across the towers, collecting moats, or remembering PvP exists, as Parody likes to say. So you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Audible. Audible love us now. There are many places you can listen to us. So everywhere fine podcasts are sold. You can also watch the show on YouTube. And apparently if you see Respawn online, 
he's got enough Titan tips now. He's he's tightened up. He's gone with the solar build. As I said, you can also submit your clips of your epic failures of destiny, and you can send them in our Discord. You can upload them wherever and send us a link if you have that by Saturday, April the 30th. And you can join our Discord at discord.frozen with a zero dot party. And until next week, I bid you adieu. Let up, Daddy. Deuces. Destiny 2 Podcast.